a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Before we get into this next segment, let me extend once again an invitation to you to participate in a later segment on the program today when we walk through uh, the goings-on in the governor's race. Here in the state of Utah, a number of individuals would like to earn your vote uh, to send them to the governor's mansion and lead uh, from that executive position. There has a poll been released. A poll's been released by the Deseret News in conjunction with the Hinckley Institute of Politics. Uh, before I share any of those details, any of the results of that poll, I want to hear from you. Uh, I have a phone line set up for just that, 801-575-7668. Again, 801 801- Five seven five seven six six eight. Later on in today's program, uh, I want to hear from you. I want you to call into that number one last time, 801-575-7668, and make your pitch for who you would like to see in the governor's mansion. I'll play those uh, responses in conjunction with uh, the release of those poll results later on in the program. Right now, though, I am pleased to be joined uh, by Tad Walsh from the Deseret News, who does a fantastic fantastic job uh, keeping us up to speed on so many things, including uh, the goings-on in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Today, uh, the theme, unfortunately, is the coronavirus. We've seen uh, from a number of different faiths, some uh, different actions. If you are familiar with uh, Catholic tradition, there is the uh, offering of the sign of peace uh, in the middle of their uh, meetings. Uh, you'll, uh, for a moment, take a, a second to look over your shoulder to your left and right, uh, offer a, a handshake or a hug. Those practices are on hold and uh, have been uh, shifted now to a, a nod and a smile and a wave. Uh, but uh, here uh, in in Utah, where the predominant religion being the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we're learning uh, and paying extra special attention to the impact of this virus on the activities of the church, not just here in Utah, uh, but to congregants around the world and, uh, importantly, missionaries around the world. So, uh, Tad, first off, thanks for uh, joining me here in studio today. My pleasure, Lee. Thank you. Tell me uh, tell me some of the bigger things going on. What uh, What's... How has the church been most impacted by this coronavirus? Well, in a lot of in a lot of places, over twenty countries now, we have uh, meetings that have been uh, interrupted or disrupted, suspended, limited, uh, sacrament meetings canceled, all Sunday worship services canceled. Um, I've just, uh, just we're just about to post a story on DeseretNews.com saying that the leader of the church in Italy, in Area seventy, named Elder Dini Chachi, is calling for a national fast. Mm. Um, they've canceled all meetings there. It's now Italy is now the hot spot in the world after China, um, and so they have really locked things down. In fact, the government has said a quarter of the population needs to stay in place. And not Sixteen million all. individuals, yeah. and so they, the church is trying to follow these government mandates and uh, requirements all over the world to try and help stop the spread of the virus, and that's really caused major changes. 
Here in the United States, something interesting happened. Uh, you reported on some uh, some technological uh, workarounds uh, in San Francisco, specifically in the Golden Gate Ward. What happened out there? Right. Uh, so, again, the city of San Francisco and San Mateo County have asked for meetings to be kept under 50 people. And that makes it really hard to have a sacrament meeting. Um, and so they created in their stake um, about nine congregations the opportunity for people to have a small sacrament meeting with a handful of people so that they could have, you know, talks and things. And people watched from home on a live stream. Fascinating. So virtual sacrament meeting. There you go. Uh, that counts, right? It does. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, missionaries. Uh, we have missionaries right. all across the world. There are a number of countries where missionaries are present uh, and some of them, many of them, are, are coming home. Talk to us about that, please. Yeah, so the church has closed uh, a couple of missions. Uh, for example, I know the Hong Kong mission is, is now completely closed, and the mission president is at the MTC in Provo, um, actually still tracking his missionaries. Um, but we have um, missionaries in about 10 countries, uh, those who are close to um, being done with their service or being sent home early and having their missions end honorably early. Others uh, who have a lot of time left are being sent back to their homes, be they in Kaysville or Wisconsin, and uh, spending two weeks self-isolating to make sure that they don't get sick and then are being reassigned to missions in their home countries uh, and until this passes and, and uh, those missions can reopen. Let me ask you this. An interesting question just came through via text message. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm aware that's not part of your reporting here, but just wondering uh, if you had any insight yet. Uh, the, the question via text is, is there any chance of an impact on General Com- Conference here upcoming? That's a great question, and I'm hearing uh, a lot of people asking that question and, and speculating about it. Um, I, you know, is there a chance? Sure, there's a chance. Um, most of us do, members of the church do uh, experience conference as a live stream or as a broadcast, and so it wouldn't be that big of a change uh, for those watching. Um, but as we're seeing the church do in Seattle and San Francisco and then other parts of the world, large gatherings are being canceled or postponed, and and workarounds are being uh, put in place. So we haven't heard anything yet. I don't know. All right, good. Uh, Tad Walsh, grateful to you for your report and grateful to you for the information. Okay. All right, I'm sure we'll be knocking on your door uh, here as this progresses, hopefully not too swiftly, and uh, hopefully this is all behind us pretty soon. Uh, so that's Tad Walsh uh, talking to us about what the Church has done, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day uh, Saints, a number of uh, temple closures and uh, mission closures and some relocation of missionaries abroad back here to the United States. Uh, many of those missionaries will have the opportunity to continue their uh, missions uh, in some other capacity. Uh, but uh, here in Utah, you know, when uh, something impacts the church, it has a big impact on the community. We'll continue to follow uh, this, all this, uh, from this angle. And uh, and later on in the program, we're going to be uh, talking more about the impact that uh, the market is bearing due to uh, this coronavirus. And uh, earlier on, I got a text message from a friend of mine, Jenny Taylor. You know her. She's uh, uh, the new civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, She, unfortunately, in uh, November of 2018, lost her husband, Major Brent Taylor, in Afghanistan. Uh, Well, she let me know that she had uh, uh, some travel planned uh, for later on. was going to take a trip with her daughter, and uh, because of this coronavirus... Uh, is not going to be able to take that trip. Hopefully it's not a cancellation, just a postponement, but the details are very sweet, and I am going to try to look for an opportunity later on in the program to speak with uh, Jenny Taylor so you can hear her story and the impact this coronavirus is having on 
uh, at least her family and her uh, her and her daughter's uh, travel plans to go visit Italy at the end of the month. So that'll uh, be later on in the program as well. Uh, y- you feel a little sluggish. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm a little bit sluggish today. That's daylight saving time. We'll touch on that later on on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.